None of the children knew who Aslan was any more than you do. But the moment the beaver had spoken these words, everyone felt quite different. Perhaps it has sometimes happened to you in a dream that someone says something which you don't understand. But in the dream, it feels as if it had some enormous meaning. Either a terrifying one, which turns the whole dream into a nightmare, or else a lovely meaning, too lovely to put into words, which makes the dream so beautiful that you remember it all your life and are always wishing you could get into that dream again. It was like that now. At the name of Aslan, each one of the children felt something jump in its inside. Edmund felt a sensation of mysterious horror. Peter felt suddenly brave and adventurous. Susan felt as if some delicious smell or some delightful strain of music had just floated by her. And Lucy got the feeling you have when you wake up in the morning and realize that it is the beginning of the holidays or the beginning of summer. Are you reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Oh, hi. Yes, I am. Bollocks. Hi. Yes, sorry. I didn't think anyone was listening and you surprised me. (laughs) I'm sorry I startled you. I'm Joy, by the way. It's nice to meet you. I'm Eleanor, but everyone just calls me Ellie. I didn't think my radio would reach America. I don't know if it did, but it did reach space. Wait, really? You're in space? I am. That's so cool. If you don't mind me asking, why are you reading over the radio? Not that I'm complaining. To be honest, I didn't really have anything better to do. My partner couldn't get out of a family function, so I'm, I'm alone tonight. You didn't go with them? It's... It's not that I didn't want to. I just couldn't go. To get into the venue, you have to climb up a bunch of stairs, and that's not exactly doable when you're in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, I can see how that'd be a problem. Oh, you have no idea. Accessibility tends to be the last thing on anyone's mind when planning, well, anything. But it's fine. I didn't really have the spoons to go anyway. Spoons? (laughs) They're metaphorical spoons. Okay, let's say each day you're given a random number of spoons. Some days you'd get 30 and others you'd only get 10. And different tasks cost different spoons. Getting out of bed costs one spoon, taking medications another, cooking breakfast costs three, and getting dressed costs two. Suddenly, you've used seven spoons, and it's only 10 a.m. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Sometimes my anxiety can get really bad, and once I've calmed down, I feel worn out, like my energy was sucked from me. And throughout the rest of the day, my energy drains quicker and quicker. Tasks cost more energy than usual. 
More spoons. Yeah, I definitely get that. Thank you for explaining the spoon theory to me. It makes a lot of sense. No problem. Holidays always leave me exhausted. There are always so many parties and dinners and things happening. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow, I'll be going to a holiday party, which, to be honest, I'm not really excited for. Oh? I mean, I'm excited to see everyone. Don't get me wrong. But no one... No one gets it. People just don't understand what it's like to be disabled. And even though they try to be sympathetic, it, it just hurts. And their sympathy is followed by a thousand questions about my health. If I'm going to have kids anytime soon, do I have a job yet? Why don't I apply to all these work-from-home options, etc., etc. Not to mention, I risk getting sick every time I go. I have to be really careful because when I get sick, I tend to stay sick for a while. And people just don't get that. It's difficult being away from everyone. Yeah, it is. How long has it been since you saw your family? A few months now, and it'll be a while until I can see them all again. I get to video chat with them all, which is nice, but it's not the same. No, it's not. My little cousin is up to my aunt's shoulders now. They've had a growth spurt, apparently. And I know in the grand scheme of their life, this time away won't be very long, but they're growing up and I'm not there. It's, it's weird watching them grow up from a screen. Yeah, it is. My niece is almost four now and I swear every time I see her, she's taller and talking more. <laughs> it's funny how they keep growing. <laughs> Truly. Are there things you can do from home to spend time with friends and family? Yeah, actually. I do movie nights through Discord with some of my friends. We're going to watch Little Women next week. And on New Year's Eve, we'll get on a call to ring the new year together. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it is. What's fun is I can see the fireworks from my bedroom window. Hey, can you see fireworks from space? If the sky is clear, I might be able to see a few, but it depends on how much light pollution is around the area. If I see anything, it'll just be a few spots of colors. That's so cool, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I'll keep an eye out. Maybe I'll get lucky. Do you miss it? What do you mean? I don't know. Being on Earth, I guess. Being around friends and family during the holidays and seeing fireworks on New Year. Yes, I do. But I'm also really glad I'm here. I'm doing a lot of important work and being in space. It's beautiful. There are so many stars everywhere I look and not having gravity was an adjustment, but it's so cool. Being here, it feels right. Like I'm supposed to be. I'm really glad you feel comfortable there. Yeah, me too. 
Would you like me to read for you? At least until you're out of range again, or get bored. Oh, yes, that would be lovely. Thank you. Of course. Chapter 1. Lucy looks into a wardrobe. Once there were four children whose names were Peter, Susan, Edmund, and Lucy. This story is about something that happened to them when they were sent away from London during the war because of the air raid. They were sent to the house of an old professor who lived in the heart of the country, ten miles from the nearest railway station and two miles from the nearest This episode was written by Ali Hilton, with dialogue editing and sound design by Brad Colbrook. Ellie was played by Becca Marcus, and Joy was played by Tal Manier. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.